1: Running up the number, that's a lot of time Try to take it from me, must be at your mind I need time, a lot of time Smokey in the air, that's a lot of time Like it's running over with the dollar sign Try to take it from
3: me, yeah Welcome to episode 255 of 4th and John I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn And Mr. Prime in the building And we are talking With uh, the the man, the myth, the legend, (laughs) J.C. Allen uh, from the Pewter Report, Uh, you know, a B reporter, we we got to bring him in to get the intel on the Bucks. We, if you don't don't remember, he was on an early episode of Fourth and John when we uh, previously played the Bucks, and he gave us a scoop. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get that scoop for him. But um, you know, overall, just I'm I'm excited, man. Like this is this is playoff week. You know, some of y'all didn't believe, but we are here. Uh, So it's kind of like. You know, you, it's, this is like the week. You know, last week I was not excited about I was just all about the vibes, all about ex- celebrating the opportunity to go to playoffs, Dallas week, whatever. But now it's, it's, yeah. now it's real. It's now it's real deal. Uh, now it's about talking about the matchups, talking about uh who we got, who we got on the roster. We're almost back to a full squad. We have three players that at the start of the year that we um, lost. You know, talking about Brandon Graham, Brandon Brooks, Sue Amalo, but. Overall, we're pretty much at full strength. We have a great opportunity to uh, give them them a go. So I'm feeling good. What about you, Gav?
2: I mean, uh, this entire week, I've kind of been in the same mindset as you. I've been trolling Cowboys fans. I've been trolling Colts fans. I've just been having my day. Uh, Just really – basking in the fact that we actually made it to the playoffs. J.C. brought up a point when he first jumped on just about how different things were when we had him on the first time. I mean, we, we were in our lows right there. Uh, that was during the middle stretch of the season where the Eagles were really struggling before we turned it around. Um, I wasn't feeling that confident about the team, but we had a good stretch of games to end the year. And now we're heading into the playoffs with a full head of steam. So uh, there isn't any other way that I would rather be heading into a tough opponent like the Bucks.
4: Yeah, man, I got to say, you've been very active these past couple of days on I Twitter. I got to talk
2: shit when I can, bro. I see that, man. And <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm loving
4: it. I'm loving the fact that, you know I mean, Evan is actually uh, opening up. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, like I had mentioned last episode, um, it's a brand new start. So the feeling is good going into the uh, weekend. Um, I also like the fact that it's a one o'clock game on Sunday. So it's kind of like we're sticking <laughs> to our traditional uh, Sundays to go ahead and play this game. And, you know, like you guys mentioned earlier, man, it's. It's a brand new team it's a different team different team going into into tampa bay uh we got a run game we got a uh, qb1 we got a passing game we got some weapons defense is kind of waking up a little bit all happening at the right time i mean we're coming back uh you know uh with the guys pretty much uh being healthy like you said we only have three players that are out so i mean that's way better than we were at last year this time and at the same time we weren't even in in the playoffs this year we're talking about playoffs. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really excited to go ahead and get into this game. And uh, I'm upset, bro.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, man.
3: <laughs> oh, you know what, what I'm excited about? I'm excited to talk about J.C. bringing in J.C. Allen off the top rope. How you doing, man? Always bring the good energy. How how you, how you doing? You're coming from down south, bringing that thunder.
0: Yeah, man, it's a, it's a great matchup. Let's just say that there's no uh, love lost between these two franchises. <laughs> A lot of history between these two franchises. Eagles back in the early two thousands going on that stretch where they made four consecutive NFC championships and the Bucks, you know, kind of uh, spoiled one of those one of those trips. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Come on, uh, put, 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 put him in the bathroom so I'm just saying there's a lot of history between you know both of these I want to say too I never knew what John was until about a year ago when I started working with a couple of dudes from Philly he's like yo give me that John I'm like what, you, what do you mean he's like he's like that John right there I'm like what are you talking about he's like a John I'm like what's a John he's like John is everything and anything I'm like what do you mean it could be anything I'm like man you know, one of my best friends is from Philly but he like he dropped the John when he was like you know started assimilating back in Massachusetts, but yeah, yeah. man, I finally so when I saw Fourth and John, I was like that, that's 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 a great name. But, we're trying man, to
2: win he, John on Sunday, bro. Yeah, you try trying to win this
0: John. But no, uh, you know, I like I said, I'm excited for this matchup. I think um, you know, the Bucks really got lucky with that number two seed. Uh, Eagles, you guys had already locked up a spot. So, you know, last week, rest some starters, make sure you're good. Let, you know, let the Cowboys score 50 points if they want, whatever, do whatever you got. We're preparing for that first week, but, uh, it's going to be a tough matchup, you know, looking across the board, looking on paper here, your run game has really started to get going. Um, and you know, Levante David is a guy who has been amazing for the buck, stopping the run, been out the last three weeks. Uh, and Bruce said on Monday that, you know, he's really unsure about his status um but I mean if he can play I think it's gonna be it's gonna be huge for taking away that running game. What they're able to do in that first game of week six. You know, Jalen Hurts beat them a lot, you know, you know, with lack of containing and tackling. And, and Miles Sanders really didn't get anything going until late in the game where the Bucks are playing the pass and he broke a couple long ones. So, you know, that's your bread and butter right now is a running game. And uh if the Bucks can get Levante David back, they got the big boys up front. Vita Vaya just got a Fat contract, so he's he's excited. So, yeah, Yeah, he got paid 40, 46
3: mil guaranteed,
0: 40, yeah, 42, 46 mil guaranteed. So, he, he, you know, he's he's raring to go. So you know, that's going to be a big part of this game, I think, is stopping the run and, and letting you guys, you know, forcing you guys to pass it on, on one of the really good, you know, secondaries in this league that the Bucks have that finally got to play. And not even really, because Jamel Dean, we thought week 17, we we're going to see the first time that the Bucks had their full secondary healthy on the field. Sean Murphy Bunton goes down early. Same thing happens week 18. Jamel Dean goes down with a hamstring early, so we still have yet to see the Bucks with their starting secondary. But when they're yeah. all together, when they're on, they're, they're a very tough group to stop.
3: Well, now Richard Sherman is actually—he's uh, been put on the IR for the second time, so that ends his season, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah, he's—he's uh, he's no longer—he's going to be coaching, you know. So uh, last season, it kind of happened with Aq Shipley. It was a, center, a veteran center they brought in, and he—he he ended up uh, getting injured, going on injured reserve, and. You know, he started the transition to coaching, and that's what Sherman's going to do. He's been tremendous for this young secondary. They've never really had a mentor to lean on to and learn from and and pick their brain. So even just having Richard Sherman's knowledge and experience back there has been great for these guys to grow. And you've really seen them grow. Jamel Dean, one of the top corners in coverage all season long. Sean Murphy Bunting was out for a while. Carlton Davis, can't say enough enough about him. He's just a true lockdown corner in the NFL. So, you know, having – Richard Sherman to lean on has been tremendous for their growth and development this year. Sorry,
2: Prime. Okay. I was just i just meant to ask, uh, on, on the note of Richard Sherman, I know you, how he's going to be missing this game, but you talked about just his presence in the locker room, his presence being with that group of guys. Can you just touch more on, like, what Richard Sherman has actually done on the field um, this season? Because I just remember him being a free agent for the longest time and sitting there thinking to myself, how is this guy still available? And the Bucs <laughs> finally bid on him. And uh, was, was it worth it at that point?
0: You, you know, he played – he gave you a really good, strong game playing. you know, off the street pretty much less than a week, you know, Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis go down or Car- Jamel Dean was out. Carlton Davis goes down in that Patriots game. He played wire to wire then the next week with the Dolphins played wire to wire. He actually got hurt week six in that Eagles game, uh for the first time. And that's when his first in on IR went. Um and then he came back. He was playing a little bit of hybrid safety type deal. Uh he actually got an interception um mm-hmm. I yeah, believe I the, yeah, I believe that was a game if I'm not mistaken I could be mistaken though um so you know he's been you know on the field and you know he gave you some solid snaps he was a body to throw in there he didn't overly you know cause mistakes cause he lost he won those games against Miami and the Patriots obviously he won the game against Eagles as well um, but like, like I said I feel like his presence there his his biggest impact has come as a mentor slash coach these younger guys
1: yeah,
2: and
0: his football acumen's
2: off the charts. So yeah,
0: he's just one of the smartest football players that ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame for sure. JC, I didn't
4: get the privilege to uh, be on the last show. Um, can't remember. I had pretty so pretty much had something to do, but um, you know, privilege to get to go ahead and meet you, and um, just want to say you know, great notes all around. I, I I appreciate the feedback, but not intimidated at all. Just so you know, all right. <laughs> hey. um, uh, it's a whole brand new team. The run game is serious. We were just pretty much developing the, the run game when we last played you guys and uh yeah they 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 you know decided to go ahead and bring that they brought in a new running back that's you know what i mean don't forget that it was almost a comeback um yeah you know um i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty sure that tom and 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 the team is knowing that they're going against not that same eagles that they played in the beginning you know during the regular season uh with that being said like um You know, with the whole stuff that happened, like, towards the end of the season with Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, you know, and, you know, the altercation, I I know that's not his focus, I know he's not letting that get to him, but I mean, like, how do you feel, honestly, losing AB, I mean, you know he was a key addition to that team last year with the Super Bowl run and everything, and then with the whole incident, like, now that he's not there, I know you still got Mike Evans, you got Gronkowski, you know, Godwin uh, God being out like, so like, where, where Oh, it know? hurts. Yeah. It,
0: it's definitely a huge blow. I mean, if you watch Antonio Brown this season, he looked like a top 12 wide receiver in the league. I mean, even, even in that jets game, that first, you know, <laughs> made Bryce all fall on his ass, you know, uh, the, the multiple, uh, you know, I want to say, you know, not even a double take, triple take on the route and just, you know, made him fall over. But he, he's been amazing. You know, when he's been on, the problem with AB is it's all mental for him. You know, he was upset. Um, and you know, obviously there's multiple reports that come out, Antonio Brown side on the, on the full send podcast, Bruce Arians side, some players side. I've talked to players. I've talked to, you know, we've heard, you know, on both sides in, in the media, um, It was really about targets, you know, it was, and this goes really stems back to when he asked for his his incentives to be guaranteed by the bucks. And they, they said no. And that, you know, peed him off And, and you, and you know, players have said it boiled over throughout the week until gotcha. the fact, you know, when it was going. And the funny thing is, is he was targeted five times in the first half, three catches for 21 yards. Gronk was targeted six times. Mike Evans was targeted four times. So he got targeted more than Mike Evans, one less than Gronk, but he was upset about um, about targets from what I've heard um, from people on the team. I've had one player said, that was just that's just AB being AB, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it that kind of tells you that, hey, you know, it's just – the dude is who he is, you know, exactly. uh, might not been the first time he's had outbreaks, but, um, you know, it, it's a huge loss because he's such a gifted receiver, such a talented receiver, but they've got guys next man up mentality. You, you all guys know all about that this this season. Um, you, you got guys like Prashad Perriman who made, you know, the toe drag swag catch of the week last week. Mm-hmm. Cyril Grayson, who has performed well in the last two games, so obviously got hurt in the first series uh, with a hamstring. Looks like he might be able to play. Alena Fournette's probably coming back, so he'll get him back out of the backfield. But let's face it, Mike Evans and and Gronkowski, other than that 07 season, might be the best pairing of weapons that Tom Brady's ever had. No disrespect to Wes Walker. No disrespect to Troy Brown. No disrespect to Julian Edelman. Mike Evans is just a different player, and you saw that last week. Uh, you saw the way he uses his body in the red zone, his his ability to, to high point catches um, and just his clutchness to make first down. So you have him, you have Gronk who is borderline unstoppable. And and unfortunately for the Eagles, they don't, you guys don't have a tight end eraser. You know, it's going to take some, it's going to take some. And another thing, um, you know, Darius Slade doesn't, he's not a shadower. he's not a shadow man. He hasn't, you know, for the most part, hasn't been shadowing receivers. So if they can get, you know, um, if they can scheme Mike Evans in different ways to put him in the slot, move him around the field, and you'll get some good matchups against some of those cornerbacks. So I know Avante Maddox has kind of came on since that Week Six game, but <laughs> I, I, I still think I still think you know you, you match him up with Evans or or even Gronk on the slot, or even OJ Howard for that matter, with his size and speed and strength. It's uh there's definitely some matchups that the that the Bucks can exploit, even though Antonio Brown is no longer on the team.
2: JC, now, yeah, sorry, Gil. I was like, you, you have me on all those other names, but O.J. Howard, I'm not going to allow it. I think these, this uh, Eagles team can shut down O.J. Howard.
0: He, they, they did it last, they did it week six. Six <laughs> catches, 49 yards, a touchdown, along with 15. I mean, he had a game, so I mean. I, I I don't think he's gonna have another game. You know, obviously that game too Gronk wasn't there as well. So you know he's gonna he's not gonna be focal point as, as a top tight end. And Cam has really outplayed him and outsnapped him in recent weeks. But hey, you never know. They might be able to find some. Uh, they might be able to find some p- plays in here because they know they they had a, an opportunity to get him open and make some moves in that first game.
3: Now uh, people in the chat like if uh, you want to send a question to JC you know, this is your opportunity to ask a Bucks beat writer about the Bucks and this matchup, um, you know, but overall, just just thinking about um, the identity of this Eagles football team, it's it's really, really has changed, and I think the identity of the uh, the coaching staff and of the way they've stuck to the run, like, you talk about Miles Sanders in that first game, getting one opportunity, and then they, at the end of the game, they, they, they decided to run the ball, and it started to work, and then you know, the Eagle fans have been bullying this this coaching staff and running the ball so much so that run the ball chance have been a thing. Um and they, they finally got it stuck in their head and that's been their identity. That's I think that's the the biggest difference. They've uh gained confidence. I think the offensive line has gelled uh tremendously. The left side of the the, the line has been great with Milata and Dickerson, the uh, the big ball uh Milata likes to call him. But I think they have that mentality. I think imposing their will is has to be a thing going down to, uh, you know, Tampa, just, you know, coming down there with the way that you play football. I know Brady's going to do what he does and, you're, you know, Bucks do what they do, but the Eagles have to stick to what they do. I think to be successful this weekend.
0: Yeah. The only problem with that is the Bucks have the number one run defense in the NFC, the third defense overall in the league. And you're getting guys like potentially I said, Levante David back. Well, Shaq bear just came out to Kobe list. So you're getting him yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Nelson has done an amazing job of setting the edge. And even as, as a pass rusher, these past couple weeks without him out. And you are also getting JPP back. Joe trying, as well has been amazing as a rookie. I mean, the numbers might not reflect it sack wise, but the way he's been able to be utilized as a joker on that defense, as a three tech, uh you know, in multiple different ways and scenarios. You gotta remember too, like Todd Bowles, he's gonna dial up some different things. You know, the biggest thing for me when it comes to running is is not Miles Sanders, and I respect Miles Sanders as a running back. It's more Jalen Hurts. You gotta contain. If you're gonna send pressure, even if you don't send pressure, if you're getting, you know, even if you're getting pressure with just four. Or three, you got to make sure that you have a spy, and can, someone that that's going to be able to get out to him because he's got wheels. And you saw Sam Darnold was able to get some runs last last week. There's going to be heavy RPOs with this Eagles offense, and they're going to try to get Jalen Hurts, you know, moving in space with the ball because he 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 does great things. I think what 700 yards a season yep. um, as, as a rusher plus, yep, yep. You know, so two of them against the Bucks. So yeah, you know, you you got to be able to stop him more so than I think, uh, more than I think. Um, Miles Sanders, you know, I think a wild card in this is Kenneth Gainwell. I really, really liked him out of um, college and the way they can use him and utilize him in different packages. I think he gives them another explosive option. So, um, you know, it's going to be tough to run up that middle. i tell you that. It's going to be tough to hit those sides. It's going to take, as you said, great blocking from the offensive line. Uh, to try to try to impose their will, but you know you're going to be in Tampa. The crowd's going to be behind you. The, it's I'll tell you, it's it was 80 degrees last Sunday. I don't know what the weather oh, is yeah. right there yeah. up but that and, can that can play a part too in it. Make you a little those big boys, you know, if they're not used to playing in it, they can get run down a little bit. And it's going to really just depend on um, the offense too, right? The Bucks offense. How long is that defense out on the field? Are the Bucks, um, you know, are, are the are the Bucks forcing quick outs where the defense is gassed on both sides. Or, it's going to be interesting to see. As far as this question right here, what can the Eagles D-line do with the Saints D-line to Brady? I don't think so. Um, if you guys are at full strength, maybe. Um, but this season has not been a bright spot for that Eagles pass rush. I mean, they're 31st in the league with only 29 sacks. They just have not been able to to get to the quarterback at a consistent rate. Uh, so I don't think they're going to have much success. This is a, a Pro Bowl team uh, on the offensive line that's putting, it, turning in three of the started Pro Bowl Pro Bowl linemen, uh, one reserve, and quite frankly, Donovan Smith was was robbed. He was ranked the seventh um, offensive lineman per PFF on tackles, uh, tackle per PFF this season. He's just been amazing as well. So I think they they were definitely um, they're definitely robbed of that. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be tough for them, you know, and even even if they do get pass rush, one thing that Philly's been lacking as well is turnovers, you know, with their pass rush, maybe causing some erratic throws, maybe causing some fumbles that they haven't been able to do much. The turnover margin, just middle of the pack, tied for 16th at a zero rate. I mean, compared to the Bucks, they're plus 10 in their turnover rate, um, you know, sixth in the league. So I think that plays hand in hand with pass rush and turnovers obviously can, can really, uh, you know, go hand in hand together. And that's something that, you know, Philly, I think is going to struggle with.
2: Absolutely. I mean, uh, just looking at Tom Brady's stats, I mean, it's it's really unbelievable, man. What is this guy like 67 now? He's throwing 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Not a guy that really makes mistakes. And you're talking about how like the this Eagles defense really would need to capitalize on mistakes made and get some turnovers in order to have a chance in this game. And I, you bring up some good points, too, as far as the Eagles run game. Um, I mean, I'm looking at. Something that has been kind of a, um, a, a a sour spot of the Eagles' run game, which has been Miles Sanders didn't get in the end zone one time all year long. He was able, hey Gail, don't give me that face. He was able no, to I, get the ball I, down no, the I'm field. No, but
1: I'm just say, this I'm, man I'm, couldn't
2: I'm, didn't score a single point all year long. I'm just um,
3: making the pitch right along. with you just saying that. Just saying you just saying that is just yeah. like, oh, uh,
2: it's it's cringeworthy, man. He's a, you know, a guy that I really think is. Um, uh, on the upper end of talent in this league, as far as the running back position is concerned, but he just hasn't been able to get across that goal line. And that's ultimately what matters is putting points on the board. Um, so we, we just got to get it done in other ways. Do you see Jordan Howard, Kenny Gainwell, you, you said you, you were impressed by Kenny Gainwell. You see them being able to get the job done.
0: Well, I mean, here's, here's the thing that I kind of mentioned the first time they played. Um, Devin White has really struggled and regressed, um, as a, as a linebacker, you know, tab is one of the best linebackers in football before the season, he finished the season with three, two and four tackles total in his game. So he's been really struggling, missed tackles, uh, missed opportunities. So, uh, using those running backs in the passing game, I think is going to be, you know, one way you can hurt them, uh, -hmm. using some of the, you know, getting good matchups, especially if, if Levante David doesn't play. Um, you know, using the tight ends, the house Goddard in certain ways to get him match up. Um, Not on, not on Whitehead because Whitehead can be a tight end eraser um, when he's playing on, but getting him matched up on on Devin White, you can definitely get some. um, Sean Murphy bunting has been abused as well. Um, But as far as using those running backs, yeah, use them out of the backfield use, you know, line them up in the slot, figure out ways to get them in one-on-one coverage with Devin White or, you know, you know, to get the ball out quick. And obviously Jalen Hurts. You yeah. gotta use Jalen Hurts there. I mean, he's been a stud when it comes to to running the ball on his team and that, with his legs, and that's where the Bucks have struggled. I know someone was like, So what can we do? Do we just not show up? No, there's definitely things you can do and, and it all depends on what defense the Bucks are rolling out there. Are they rolling out the defense that didn't let up a touchdown for four and a half quarters? Or are they letting up the defense that had the jets on top of them all game long?
1: Yeah. You
0: know, what which until 15 seconds left in the game. So this has been a very Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Hyde defense for this Bucks this year. So really, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, there's, I think the Bucks are the favorites and I think everyone can see why they would be yeah. the favorites. Um, but I don't think for sure that this is a blowout game or anything like that. I think it's a battle. You've got two hard-nosed teams that are going to go after it and um, are going to give it their all. You know, they're in the playoffs. And you know, even yep. Sunday is, is literally the epitome of in the playoffs and things can always happen. And one of, the, did it last
2: year. one of the things that I believe um, Nick Sirianni has kind of taken a page out of Doug Peterson's book, uh, we we've been frequently um, recently been going for it a lot on fourth down. Uh, we, I, how does the Bucks defense um, go up against like third third and fourth down conversions? Do you think that we'd be able to convert on some of these, or have they been locked down?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, it really depends on what Bucks team you're getting. To be honest.
2: Yeah, if, I mean, if David's going to be out there or not.
0: Yeah, he's a huge, he's definitely a huge part of that. Um, you know, third down conversions so far, they've led up 87, um, 87 third down conversions of 226. So they've been pretty good on they've it. got a third, yeah. Yeah, fourth down, um, they've struggled a little bit more 13 of 28 on four, fourth down conversions. So, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it's like I said, it's going to depend on what kind of Bucks defense shows up. You know, they they've been on top of things and they've been terrible. You know, so I, I you know, going back to this Carolina Panthers game, I, the Eagles are definitely a better team than the Carolina Panthers. They're a better team. That's the the biggest thing is the Bucks have been struggling on defense against teams that have bad offenses, and they've been pretty good against teams with good offenses. So it's maddening, really. Yeah. Um, it, I I don't know how to really fully answer that. I, I don't um,
4: really think there's a there's there's an honest answer for it. Yeah, because like you mentioned earlier, it's any given Sunday. it's yeah. a fresh start. It's the playoffs. You know they're going to come with a different game style. So I mean that's and that's all teams that are in the in the playoffs. So I mean yeah I, I agree with you there. You no
3: well, talking about the teams that uh, the Bucks and the Eagles have played, played a lot of similar um, opponents. We're like seven, seven and three against the same opponents, um, and it's funny. Things like you guys have uh, beat the Cowboys. Um, we have we have beat the Bucks, um, and you and we've got we got swept by the, the Cowboys, and, and the Bucks got swept by uh, the Saints. Now, yeah. what what is it? What 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 is it? What the Saints did to Brady that you think is something similar the Eagles could potentially do on Sunday?
0: You know, I I don't. I don't think they have the personnel. To be honest with you, I don't think they have the personnel to do it. Um, the, the Eagles are very talented defense. They're very well coached, um, and that's not to say that the Eagles aren't well coached. But they're missing a bunch of players. You know, you look at every level. They have they have questions. They have questions for the Bucks at every level, um, and I just don't think that the personnel is there for. The the um, the Eagles, to be honest, I mean, Darius Slay is a heck of a guy, but you look at your safeties, look at your corners, your linebackers, you know, <laughs> you I know guess, you're telling that, me all I
2: the guess, things I want to hear. That, We've that's been
3: exactly, I wanted I wanted you to say that because that was the one key thing that I took away from last game is where once Brady figured out the answers to the test, then he was like, oh, he went he just went went back and started picking the scab. He started hitting the seams, started taking advantage of the linebackers and the safeties, and he was just hitting all day. And I, I was like, I was like, "There's no way we can stop him if he keeps it up at this rate." And he just he was like, "Death by a thousand paper cuts" that game. Yeah.
0: No. And Gronk is back now too, which really is is going to be a tough matchup for your linebackers and safeties as well. I mean, he, he dials it up in the playoffs, and he's he's. Right now he's looking in prime condition. You know he's he's balled out the last two games. So. So, you
4: know, so, you know, is, is that because of the yeah, they have $1,000, $1,000 incentive? <laughs> yeah,
3: the million dollar incentive. Yeah, he got a million dollars on that one catch. Yeah,
0: I like, need one more this, catch, Tom did you see the nfl films he's like i'm gonna get this catch i'm gonna get a real job well that's
2: that's what i was literally just about to bring up too because we talked about earlier in this podcast how the whole thing with antonio brown came from his incentives and he wanted to reach those um his milestones in his contract so he gets those extra incentive money i watched that video right before we jumped on and and gronk said it's as simple as yo tom i need one more catch okay and it was a back in. Was he, Cruz, he didn't he have he to take a series. For I'm going
0: nothing. back in. He's what? like, what "Are you going back? Yeah. Like, I'm not coming out." Yeah, uh, you know, it, and you know, to be honest, AB probably would have got those. That is, yeah. you know, if you just played, you probably would have got his got clothes them. on. Yeah. You, you, this is a team last year that takes care of their own, and you know, Rojo for whatever reason was 21 yards away last season from getting a thousand yards for the first time in his career. They gave the ball to Antonio Brown to make him hit his incentives. So I mean, he was upset too. If you listen to the podcast, he goes, you know, Brady you know, Gronk is boy, why am I playing on an earnest salary? You know? Well, because you wore out your welcome throughout the entire NFL. Yeah. Maybe you could have signed with the Seahawks, but we also saw how that that season turned out. You know, <laughs> and that's pretty much, you know, that's that was those your only other suitor that was reported. So yeah, you're gonna play for what you can play for or you're not, you know, this is exactly what it is. I don't know. It is what it is. A B is insane. We all know that. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not, he's an illogical person. He's hanging out with Kanye now. I say yeah. you know, I say no you know. <laughs> love Fab. Love Fab, but what Fab did be finished, you know, he's hanging out with some shady players right that's now. A,
3: that's a dynamic duo right there. He's yeah. hanging
0: out with Fab and Kanye. Like, you know, yeah. love Fab I, the rapper, but Fab the person, pretty much a scumbag. Yeah. You know, Kanye, great rapper, pretty much a scumbag. So yeah. What can you do? You yeah, know, you, yeah. You're the company you keep. And you, you got you, rid of Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: you you bring up the Seahawks, too, how, uh, you know, AB possibly could have had an opportunity to go there. I, I thought that the Seahawks, I think there was a lot of interesting teams that went up and went down this year. Um, outside of the Eagles and the Bucks, who was the biggest surprise for you this year, whether bad or good?
0: Oh, Bengals for sure. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, that was a huge surprise to me. I did not expect them to do as well as they did. Um who else? I think they
2: can make a serious push for the AFC champ- championship, man. The bengals they are are playing at a different level right now.
0: They are. Their they're the, they're the offense is is nice. They're playing really. I mean, Jamar Chase is just—he's he's something else. He's, he's, so he's, hes something else.
3: So they got the—they got the pick right then. It's the, oh it's the, yeah! The, Instead of getting the tackle, though. I thought it, I thought it was a good, good pick. I mean, pairing those two up uh is, is tremendous i mean they're, they're like all
2: those drops he had in preseason and
3: everyone's like oh he's a boss whatever <laughs> yeah. um,
0: well, I, I thought jalen waddle was going to be a better wide receiver than him over his career and jalen waddle has balled out this season too but there's just you can't take anything away from what uh what Chase this dude did yeah, yeah. He, he's just been absolutely amazing so anybody
4: anybody surprised of the joe judge uh firing today
0: no now, I I wasn't surprised. I just
2: like the timing of it coming off a week uh, after they said that they weren't going to fire him. And then he goes for a uh, quarterback sneak on third and nine on his own goal line. Not only
4: that, you know, especially after commenting that everybody and anybody wants to play for him and
1: bam, he's gone. (laughs) I'm
3: glad, man. I'm glad. Uh, Now, JC, Adam had a question about uh, Bucks versus uh, our tight ends. He's saying, could Goddard have a good game against you guys?
0: I definitely think so. Um, uh, you know they've got some great players. Jordan Whitehead is absolutely amazing as as a safety, and he doesn't get the love that he that he should. I'm just kind of looking up what they've what um, the Bucks have done against tight ends so far this season. I think if you if you here's the thing: if you're targeting Devin White, you know he's let up 11 catches uh, or 10 catches on on 11 catchable balls uh, for 63 yards. hasn't let up a touchdown. Sean Murphy Bunting has been bullied, like I said. Um, two completions, 31 yards and a touchdown against tight ends. Levante David has been pretty good, but six catches for 27 yards and a, and a touchdown. But remember, he's mostly covering the tight end between him and Jordan Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead, five for 82 and a touchdown. So there's definitely some opportunity for them to get him going uh, on the season. Total one, two, three, four, five touchdowns led up to tight ends um by the Bucks defense. So they can definitely, you know, Try to match up it's going to come down to scheming things right this is not to say that your your offense is vanilla right it's never vanilla during the season because you're always tweaking it and improving it but this is where you come out everything's open in the playbook and if they see some routes that, that the tight ends are, are are you know or see some things on the tape that says hey these tight ends can, they're gonna they're gonna attack them and they're gonna use it so um the biggest thing the Bucks have sucked at tackling. So I mean, if you get if you get you know a tight end matched up on Devin White, uh, you know it, it could go for a big game. So, hey man, we, we,
2: we got a tight end that can break tackles now. Yeah, yeah, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa.
2: <laughs> hey, you're you're allowed to call it what it is, bro.
3: <laughs> no, we we don't call him. He's Yak- a
0: saint. You hear me? Hey, <laughs> we don't call him
3: yet. We don't call we never call him Yakerts at all. It was, it's it's, it's Zacherts.
0: Uh I thought he would end up in – the funny thing is I really wanted him to go when he was a whole trade thing. I was like, go to – the Cardinals would be a perfect fit. Cardinals would be a perfect – I think we even talked about this before the trade deadline I believe
2: you're right. I was like, the
0: Cardinals would be a perfect fit. And then he goes to the Cardinals, and he's been a perfect fit. It's the last piece of the puzzle they're missing. Obviously, they don't have D-hop anymore, but I mean – yeah, I mean, I think he's a great fit over there. He's uh he's still a talent player. Can still get the job done. Some of the best tight ends. Um, well, tight ends suck in the league. There's only a handful that are good. But, right. You know, he's still he's still a really good tight end when he when he's on.
2: 100 percent right. Yeah, man.
3: Um, now I know a lot of Eagle fans are heading down to Tampa. Um, is there is there any words of wisdom that you could tell? Uh, you know, is is Tampa? Uh, is it, is it a great time or what? Like,
0: yeah, it was great. The weather's awesome. Usually, you know, it, I saw someone say it rains. Usually, It doesn't rain that much now. We're in, kind of in our winter, which is still, like I said, it was 80 on Sunday. You know, it's, I think it's seventies all week this week. So it's nice weather. The beaches are still nice and the sun is strong down here. So if you're coming down early and you want to head to a beach, uh definitely do that i would say check out fort desoto i went there for the first time with my family this weekend it's really nice it's got this old you know military base but the beaches are really nice it's cheap to get in there too what is it called fort desoto so- De De okay i will check that out um food is food is pretty good if you're into cuban or mexican food really good um you know cuban and mexican food um what else? You know, there's all sorts of stuff to do. If you're coming now with kids, you know, with a family-type deal, there's a bunch of different things to do outside, walk, river walk, um, some museums, the aquarium, obviously Bush Gardens, the Tampa Zoo, all of them are really cool. Um, uh, what is what, the what's
2: the food of the city? Like, Philadelphia's got a cheesesteak. What's What's the go-to meal probably to Cuba. get down in, in Cuban
0: probably food? Cuba, probably Cuban food. Okay. I, I'm a barbecue guy. I'm trying to look up. Uh, I'm trying to look up my, my, full, my favorite barbecue spot right now. I can't think of Conan's. Okay. It's called Conan's Barbecue. Let me tell you, this place is amazing. Uh, it has is, it is, got bars on the window. I walked in there one time. They had a whole church progression going on there singing. I was like, I am in the right spot. Um, you feel I'm in the right spot. Frenchies is all right. I see someone said French. Frenchies is all right. But it's like a it, – it's one of those on-the-beach, touristy things, you know. It's like it's – Yeah, like, yeah, it's, I
4: remember at Frenchies. I, I went I went down there that year that we played, uh, yeah. you guys, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was your quarterback. And it was yeah. the first play of the game. Deshaun Jackson killed us. You know, what I mean, I'm standing, I'm in the stands all the way in the top, and I called that play from the very beginning. I was like, "Yo, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a play that Deshaun Jackson." I see it right now, and that's exactly what happened. But now, I, oh, I definitely following up with what you just said. There's a lot of good places in Tampa Bay, especially in that Clearwater section. Anybody's into wrestling, you can start by kogas you know, yeah. uh, shop all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of Philadelphia fans actually in that area that see? retired and actually got spots.
0: St. Pete just put a boardwalk out there and they've got some good food options. It's right in the water there. There's dolphins out there as well. at night you know like when the sun starts coming down, if you want to see some wild dolphins out there, you know get some good food. Um, there's some there's some good food, you know, uh, Benti Davis Beach. it's called whiskey uh, what's it? Not whiskey wings, whiskey Joe's. It's, it's like outdoor bar, um, outdoor, like beach bar. You, know, that you can pull up jet skis on it or whatever. It's, it's nice. And, uh, salt shacks right on the water too. It's, it's another, you know, if you want to sit in the water, Jackson's Bistro, there's some good food down there. There's some good things to do. There's always stuff going on. There's always like, you know, free music festivals or whatnot. Armature works is good. Um, that's a, you know, got a bunch of food and, it's a nice little spot on the river. And there's a lot of things to do if you're coming down here early. If you're coming just down for the game, uh, parking lots open three and a half hours early uh, before the game, so it's not used to not your six hours like Gail was saying. <laughs> y'all get, no wonder why y'all throwing snowballs at Santa. You've been tricking hey, for six I, hours. I was, our, our, our game didn't start
2: until eight no. fifteen. I was drunk by two o'clock last week.
3: Uh, <laughs> we, we we had a uh, we had a, a, a brother and sister that came from like Utah. It was their first time at the link and they, they started drinking so early. And I was like, oh,
1: they, they, I was like, hit. I
3: was they like, I was, I was, I'm like, I was like, y'all ain't going to make it. So like, <laughs> we're halfway there. They're like gone. I'm like, they're like, we had too much to drink. I well, like, I, I, and then I just find I out. that the, the,
1: the,
4: Yeah. I, I just found out that the sister uh is actually moving to Philly. Yeah. So she was yeah, actually yeah, staying. Yeah. And the brother was going back.
0: Yeah, I got one of those stories. It was actually the AFC championship game against uh your best friends over there in Pittsburgh. Um <laughs> Man, Grey Goose. Grey Goose snuck up Grey Goose and Red Bull. I was just <laughs> pounding get those you every time <laughs> before the game, eating food, and then all of a sudden I was just out. Just I was like we didn't go in there until like me and my I was with my 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 wife. Uh we didn't go in there until like mid first quarter. Um and it was like downpouring and like we had seats up in the 300s because we were just let's just get in there for the AFC Championship game and right. you know it's not a bad seat but like I was like I'm like throwing up am I like getting the top four I'm like we can't so we find this like one spot and we just like hang out in the end zone in the overhang and there was no one that showed up to the seats for like you know 15-20 minutes and the, and the usher was like go ahead sit there but yeah I was like I was I was yeah that's that's my story Red Bull and, and vodka will get you will get you pretty good sometimes so. that's,
1: awesome, that's
0: awesome I mean we always have stories but but the uh, uh, Patriots, they opened up early too. So um, yeah. they are another one like four hours early before the game. So you got to drink road sodas and everything.
2: You got to drink hard liquor up there to keep yourself warm. I oh, understand. yeah. It was freezing and it was <laughs> yeah. raining.
0: It was freezing and raining. It yeah. Was terrible. But of course, <laughs> Pittsburgh sucks. So we beat the four rivers barbecue. I wouldn't say it's the best barbecue, but it's got the some of the best brisket for sure. Uh, if you want good brisket, because Conan's doesn't have brisket. I don't know Evil Rubber Ducky if you've ever been there. Chasey, Definitely check out Conan's.
3: JC's bringing the heat right now. Like, yeah. so if got, you, if you, you need to be listening to what he's talking about right now. <laughs> there.
0: there's, um, there's a spot. Uh, it's it's like 45 minutes, probably an hour from Tampa. It's called M&M, M&M Barbecue. It's in Wildwood. It's yeah. right off the highway. Best barbecue I've ever had. Best brisket I've ever had in my entire life. It is so good. You're the um, second
2: person that's recommended that now. What's the name of that one? M-M-M M-M-M barbecue. One? Yep, yep.
0: Really? Someone said that before?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I literally just, like within the past week.
0: It is bomb. Yeah. It, it's it's a drive, but it is, like, bomb. It is nice, too, because, like, you're outside of Tampa. And, like, Tampa is, like, you know, flat and beaches and stuff like that. But the more you go up, you're like, okay, there's some hills and stuff. I I always, like, shoot up there whenever I, like, miss New England. I'm like, oh, got to get out of the city and there's flat-ass lakes everywhere. Let me go up to some <laughs> rolling hills and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so it's uh, – See that's see, a good spot.
3: Now I'm hungry. Uh I'm starving now. I want barbecue. Yeah. Right there's now. a there's that's a part fun. of this podcast when we when we start talking about food that you knows that means just that we're
2: off the rails entirely. <laughs>
3: Yeah. No, but uh you know we we really appreciate you stopping by and like giving awesome. this the scoop, man. Like uh I told you we'd do
0: this again. I told you we'd you be doing did. this again. You yep. I said that. this in week six. I said, Hey, we might be doing this again, so I'll see you soon. And then obviously Gail reaches out to me and says, Hey, you want to run it back? I'm like, Hell yeah, let's run it back. Yeah,
3: hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, now before you get out of here, like give us give us your hardcore prediction. Cause I mean I know Eagle <laughs> fans uh would love to hear a, yes. a bucks for beat reporters prediction of this do. game.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I don't think it's a blowout by, by any means. I think the Bucs win. I think they handle their business. You know, there's a reason why they did the two seed, and there's a reason why the Eagles snuck into the playoffs um, as the last seed, as the last seed. So, you know, these Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. He he should win the MVP. If he doesn't, he's robbed. He's at he's 44 years old, but I don't think the Eagles aren't gonna be able to score points. I think you're gonna see a pretty you know similar game to what. What we saw back in week six you know uh bucks probably get a lead maybe Eagles come back I'm looking around 33 21 30 33 yeah 33 21 33 20 maybe two touchdowns two field goals by the Eagles 33 points by the by the bucks let's call it that 3320.
3: All right, you make sure you have that same energy on Sunday. Right? <laughs> uh, hey, Jc, if I, if I because uh, I'm 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 still planning it out, but I do plan to drive down there. Um, if you're around, I would love to just say what's up. Yeah, for
0: um, sure. Maybe you th- coming
3: down. Uh, maybe third leaving Thursday.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
3: We will definitely link up. I mean, if I don't throw a snowball, throw a sandball at you. I'm you gonna know, hit you with some sand. Bring or a snowball.
0: Is it snow? <laughs> off there? Bring a snowball, freeze it, and put it in the cooler and bring it down. Put it in the cooler. Yeah. Hey you, yeah. <laughs> you, you know me. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think uh, personally, for me, I think uh, a key to victory. We just we have to capitalize on getting in there, and uh, I like I said. I has been all about going forward on fourth down. I think we got to uh, – you're playing up against Tom Brady against the number two seed uh, in the <clears throat> NFC. You got to take points when you can get them. I think uh, Jake yeah. Elliott's going to have a, um, a healthy amount of kicks, and he's been pretty stellar this year. I mean, he, uh, he was the highest uh, percentage of an Eagles kicker ever, uh, so I see him having a busy day. Uh, this could just be blind loyalty, but I'm going to call it 29-27. Go, Birds.
3: Oh, look at you. <laughs> Prime, what are your uh, prediction keys to victory?
4: Uh, it's definitely going to be the run. I mean, I know JC mentioned about a couple key players coming back uh, for this week's game, but um, you know, like I had said earlier, man, and I'm gonna stick to it. I'm not intimidated at all. Whether they come back or not, it's a whole different team. These guys are going to probably, you know, do their thing. Uh, you know, with the combination of Jordan Howard, I hope the guy Boobie Smiles, you know, comes and does his thing, and you know, would game well. I think they even uh, decided to keep Hundley on the roster for this week as well because how he shot against the Cowboys last weekend. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's going to be, you know, a serious threat coming your way. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling great about that. If we can stick to that and we can go ahead and beat you guys with the run, I think our chances are great. I'm going to ask you to go 24-21, birds.
3: Oh, okay. I like that. You know, the, the, the thing for me, um, like I said earlier in the show, two different teams – a team that didn't have identity when you, they played you. They were doing things that we as fans could see that they they, they weren't built like that. They weren't built for what you, got, you they were trying to do. I think they finally got into this groove, and I feel like up front, offensively, the, the linemen have been gelling uh, really well the last couple of weeks, 160-plus you know, yards rushing. I think it's just, that's who, who they are. And I think when you're in the playoffs, it's, it's all about imposing your will. Like we, we were talking early in the season, like we were not imposing our will. We were we were like you know letting teams dictate um, what we want to do to them. And I fi- finally feel like they got in their groove. So here we are going to the playoffs as underdogs. And this is exactly where I want this team to be. I don't want them. To, I don't want them to be. You know, keep them as the underdogs. Tell them they can't do it. That's that's the way that they flourish. And I feel like. I think I think some dog mask might be
4: Watch what you asked for, man. I got yeah.
3: it on standby. Well, we we've been wearing flowers at tailgates and people are like, What's with the flowers? I'm like, bro, it's flower power. You know, it is what it is. Well, I think, I think, I, think, I, think comes. Comes. I think here it comes. Here
2: it comes.
3: I think Ev is gonna show you something.
2: Tried grabbing the flowers and I made a mess. <laughs> well, I will
3: show, you know, we've been we've been rocking flower oh, power. This is us with uh, Sirianni Siriani two weeks ago. He okay, had a laugh okay. and chuckle. So I mean, the whole flower power thing has been real. It's all about the growth. We've seen the growth, and I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, thirty thirty one twenty seven birds.
0: Okay, four points. Four you got four point, two points, three points. So it's gonna be a close game. As long as you guys realize that, that it, it, you know, um, the thing is though, and I'm looking at your at your stats right now. Number one deep run, rushing offense in the league. The thing that worries me for that is your your passing defense is 25th. Passing offense is 25th. You can't be one-dimensional against this Bucks team or they're going to take take something away from you. And if they're able to take the running away, then it's going to have rely on Jalen Hurts and his arm. And Devontae Smith has been good. Jalen Rager has, has been, you know, someone's predicting the touchdown. He's been all right this season. So, uh, Dallas Goddard's <laughs> missed some time, but he's still been okay. It's, um, yeah. It,
2: we have I'm no saying, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. That's huge. Yeah, they, they are you guys lose an A-B, and, essentially. And, and
0: listen, man, I yeah. you're right.
4: You're right. I mean, we definitely have to be – it's definitely a two-way street. So we got to have the, the pass and the rush working together uh, against you guys. Um, but that's just the thing. I mean, I think I'm going to be, you know, uh, pretty um, confident to say that – you know, get ready for the un- unexpected. That's just the thing. I think there's going to be a lot of unexpected stuff going on.
0: You're going to pull out the Tilly special again, right? And I, I you know,
3: there, yeah, there, there, there's there,
0: there's a lot of illegal <laughs> shift this time, right? <laughs> <an> <laughs> illegal shift. <laughs> there's, there's that was an al- about That, that was he's still hurt. <laughs> that was an illegal shift in the in Super Bowl. Right? That's all I want to say. Hey, there,
3: a, there is a play that Dallas Goddard ran in South Dakota, and I've been wondering when are they going to pull this play out? It's like a Dallas Goddard special, like it's pretty much. Like if they run that, it's like a, it's kind of like a it's like an inside handoff and it's like a pitch to the outside. It's to the quarterback. It's pretty awesome. You have to check it out. It's on it's on YouTube out there. But um, I just want to let everyone know where they can follow you at on Twitter. J.C. Allen at NFL. You can check him out at Pewter Report. Now, Pewter is the color, right?
0: Yeah. Pewter. Yeah, it's, a, like, it's a Bucks color. Pewter, red and, and white are their colors. Gotcha. It's like and, we're, and creamsicle.
3: Yeah, so we're trying to explain John to you. You're trying to explain Pewter to some of Yeah, yeah is a color. Like, it's like a, it's like a, it's
0: like a it's silver, silverish, blackish type. Uh, you know. Yeah, you guess, you could, yeah you follow keep, me on Twitter, guys. You,
4: you, you can keep that, John. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This John, this Twitter John right here, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy random. I'm I'm Jim McMahon followed me on Twitter today out of nowhere. I, mean, uh, I don't follow him. I don't do anything. What? He just what? followed me on Twitter. I, know, I have no idea why or, or what caused him to do it. But, hey, that's – we, you know, we have a good friend of ours. I found out I did a little Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that crazy.
3: We have a friend of ours. His name's Chris Nady. He dressed up as Jim McMahon at, um, at one game, and then he, got, he went viral. He was like all over the place. He had the Uh, throwback Kelly Green thing. He had the he had the headband. Yeah,
4: the McMahon jersey. He had the headband. He had the uh the mullet, just like you know, McMahon back in the day. He had the sunglasses because he always had sunglasses back on the day. Yeah, and Minshew ended up uh you know pretty much hopping on it and now he's like the Minshew Mania.
0: Next year, (laughs) next year I think both uh, I think they're allowed to bring back multiple helmets that are working on it. So the Kelly Green. And, and the cream, cream school can both come back along with the Oilers and yeah, Pat Patriot and a bunch of other things. They're, I actually
2: do, I do love the cream school jerseys. I'm they're, not gonna they're, lie, they're 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 the going old back, school going Bucks jerseys.
0: The
3: best I already have the Jalen Hurts. Oh my god, uh, uh let me tell you Kelly something too. Creme, I okay? love
0: Jalen Hurts, and I don't know if I told this story last time or not, but one of the things like that got me into this profession. Was Jalen Hurts. (laughs) So I was on this show, Bucks Report, the the, the site that I was with prior to, the the year prior to. um, And we were doing like a mock draft type thing. Like, you know, fans, at this point, I wasn't on the show. I wasn't calling. I wasn't part of the team. I just, you know, um, I represented the Patriots because I was from New England, you know. So I represented the Patriots. And I had them draft Jalen Hurts at number 21 overall. Or whatever pick they had that year. Mm-hmm. But I had such a detailed like breakdown on Jalen Hurts, his pros, mm-hmm. his his cons, uh why he would be a good fit. Like they're like, Whoa, this guy knows his stuff. This <laughs> guy <girl> knows his <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so that yeah, yeah, then that kind of led to me being brought in um as a as a writer, as a host, as a like first as a regular a ge- current, reoccurring guest. Right. And then as a as a writer and a show host, that you know, Jalen Hurts kinda is Part of the reason why I'm even Probably. in this yeah. position. Well, hey, hey, yo, yeah, yeah. Hey, My hey, name's
3: blushing talking about Jalen Hurts over there. Yeah,
0: we
4: ain't going to hold it against you. If you're rooting for Jalen Hurts this weekend, it's cool, man. Hey, hey.
0: you know, I, I, I love me some Jalen Hurts. It's not, not, when he's, not when he's playing the Bucks or the Pats, you know. I, I hope he – I hope he, I don't feel like he gets his flowers enough. I think he's, you know, they're already talking about, oh, they bring Deshaun Watson. I think you got a good guy, Jalen Hurts, who just needs a little bit more time, so.
3: The funniest thing is, like, a lot of people have realized that Jalen Hurts across the league gets a lot of love from you know, pretty much. I mean, everyone besides Chris Sims gives uh, Jalen Hurts a lot of love, but I just feel like
0: Chris Sims is a clown, yeah. I don't care going on, on (laughs) you you know, that might ruin my potential for something later down the line, (laughs) but I mean, you look at his quarterback list, that was just such a clown list for likes and clicks and everything. That was just so he was just trying to generate conversation, Yeah, yeah. Still
4: joke of the year
0: yeah i mean it was
4: just it was
3: bad so when right. you go for that job interview and they're like hey man you know i'm here for that job interview and uh, with nbc sports yeah, and then the, the, i
4: don't think you have the facilities for that big man <laughs> yeah
0: yeah run run that fourth of john episode 255 back when you call me a clown you're fired <laughs> get out of here you don't even get in the interview get out <laughs> want to work at pro football talk get out of here nbc you're on you're hey
3: man just just keep i i love that you keep it real i love you bring the energy um lots of laughs tonight um sure. i'm gonna give you opportunity last word before we get out of here
0: yeah last word like i said um you know for the eagles it can't be one-dimensional you know your running game has came on number one run the run offense in the league um, but you're going up against a really tough, and, and someone mentioned, oh, we ran all over the number one rush defense. Well, it's a little <laughs> bit different when you got big boys in, in, like Vita Vea and Adam Kasu Will Goldston. Uh, if Lamonte David's back, you have got Shaq Barrett, JPP, Joe and sharinka Like, it's a, you know, Jordan Whitehead too. Like, like one of the best run defending safeties in the league. Like, it's going to be tough, and, and you're going to have to be multifaceted. You can't just rely on the run. I think. Um a big thing that that's going to work into the Eagles favor is Jalen hurts um, ability as a quarterback His mobile ability. You know, uh, he, he can make plays with his legs, extend plays with his legs. Um, And, and that's really going to hurt the bucks that they can't contain him and can't tackle tackling has been a big issue for the bucks. And if they can't tackle and contain, they're going to, they're going to have a tough go with it with Jalen hurts. And you saw that as they started their comeback for the offense, just do what you do. You, you know you have some mismatches on there. If you can scheme uh, Mike Evans and some different looks, Darius Slade's not going to shadow him the entire game unless they change up their plan. They've been playing mostly zone this year. Um, thus they change up their game plan. You got you can put Mike Evans on, on some big mismatches um, and get some good yardage. Again, Gronk, I mean, you, you tell me what linebacker and safety is going to match up against him and consistently shut him down. got not use. Take advantage of him and, and the same place as well there. Leonard Fournette, I think he finished the, with the fourth most receptions on the Bucks, even after missing three games in the season. Get him involved in the passing game and, you know, get him involved in the running game. Um, don't make any turnovers. And I think the Bucks should win this, you know, pretty handily. Um, you know, I, I have a pretty close score for, you know, 33 to 20. I, I think they can win by at least 10 points if they play their game. Now, if they start playing – you know, Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde in there. It's gonna let the Eagles come around, and they have the ability, to, I think, come back and, and make some noise. But um, the biggest thing for the Bucks on offense: fast start. Gotta come out hot. Gotta come out quick. And on defense, you gotta you gotta establish yourself early. Establish yourself. Go. You need a three and out. You know, you need a three and out to start the game, and just say, "Hey, listen, it's it's not going to be easy moving the ball against us all game." So those are my those are my last words. Again, I think the Bucks win. There's a reason why the two seed. There's a reason why the, you know, the Eagles with the seven seed. Any given Sunday, but I think the Bucks win. Interesting.
3: Hey, well, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks again for stopping through. Again, if I when I'm when I'm down there, I'm gonna try and look you up. I hit you sure. with a snowball uh maybe you know show me, point me in the best direction of some barbecue and then we'll we'll try to link yeah. up man but uh appreciate you Absolutely. and we'll we'll see you we'll see you soon man
4: All Go, right.
1: Bar- uh
3: now i just uh, just one thing i just wanted to uh bring up for uh you know uh one a uh, a fellow uh content creator uh philly foothills lost his uh his stepson this saturday um there is a um a GoFundMe that I actually retweeted on my Twitter. If, if you want to go out there and support, um, they're, you know, uh, looking for any donations uh to help with this uh for the funeral. So I just wanted to put that out there. um Our condolences uh, to okay. you, Philly Foothills. He was at our, what, Saints
4: tailgate? Yep. Yeah, I think it was oh. the Saints tailgate, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I just want to give him a shout out. um But overall, I mean, uh, last word, Prime, before we get out of here.
4: Uh, listen, man, everybody just needs to bring the heat this, this Sunday. You know, it's a fresh start for us. Um, a lot of us didn't expect us to be where we're at right now, but none of that shit matters. I mean, this team needs all the support that, you know, we could give them. Uh, I know, Gail, you heading down there uh, to Tampa. I really wish I could join you, man, but, you know, I mean, due to circumstances, I am have to sit this one out. But, you uh, know, I, I, hey, listen, I know I'm going to bring the heat, whether if it's there or at home, they're going, you know, I know I'm going to go ahead and have that momentum with me, man. It's all about supporting the team. Um, Other than that, you know, let's just get ready for some playoffs on that. So, you know, stay safe. Go Birds.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's officially the playoffs, folks. I mean, this one half of football that we've been playing the past few weeks, that shit ain't going to work anymore. You need to show up for a full 60 minutes. Uh, This Eagles team has showed me in the second half of the season, this is a capable team. They're moving in the right direction and we're heading into the playoffs with the right momentum. Um, it's exi- that's all you can really ask for at this point. I mean, like I said earlier, um, you know, on previous episodes, this is, this is all gravy at this point. We weren't expecting to be in the playoffs, but we're here. I'm not ready to call the season quits yet just because we've got a tough opponent. I want the Eagles to try their hardest, uh, go in there and try and get the job done. Um, but it's, it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, Jalen Hurts, if he can go in there and have a hell of a performance uh, in in a playoff game, and Nick Sirianni the same, that that is huge for their development and growth uh, moving forward. So um, just looking to uh, just looking for this team to show some fight and uh, hoping for the best.
3: Yeah, just uh, you know, following these guys, I'm, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling confident that if it's a game that they can finally come together as a team. And the offense has like some kind of uh something comes over them and like hey man the passing attack is hitting the running game is hitting and they just hit their stride like again they they know who they are now uh, I'm just I'm just looking forward to it like I wouldn't drive all the way down there if I, <laughs> if I didn't think that Steve had a chance I just think it's gonna be a great opportunity and definitely a litmus test of where they're at if they want to want if they want to make some noise they gotta they gotta beat the best and we, they have beaten the best in the past to win a super bowl so i hey i'm just saying uh but for us and the guys man we'll see you guys soon and as always fly eagles fly we'll catch you in the next one